The lifestyle is the lifestyle. You are a woman first, then a wife. Stop looking at other couples for goals. Level up and be your own marriage goals. Make sure that you don't lose yourself in this thing called marriage. Girl, I told you, wifing ain't easy. You are tuning in to the Wife Game Strong podcast, powered by Lifestyle Living. I'm your host, Redina. Now sit, sip, and get ready. Ready, ready. Good morning. Welcome to the Wife Game Strong podcast. I'm your host, Redina, and I wanted to just go ahead and jump right in. So thank first, let me thank you for tuning in and you can follow all of us on social media at Wifestyle Living on um, Facebook and Instagram and YouTube. So our topic, which is pretty much very fitting is for um, Black love. And I thought that it would be a great way to introduce myself and kind of give you a peek inside my marriage. So our special guest today is my lovely husband of officially 10 years this Valentine's Day. And go ahead, babe, introduce yourself. Hello, my name is Hill and I'm Redina's husband. And I enjoy being her husband. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so today we just want to kind of keep it, you know, light, but not too light. Give you, you know, some good content. So our um, topic, again, is black love. And I think we should just start by talking about why is the black love celebrated like yeah. why is it a thing why do people like black love hashtag hashtag we love black love mm-hmm. or you know all of that stuff so like what's the what's the difference like what's the difference between black love and everything else why is it why aren't there tv shows for white love and you know asian love and why is black love so so accentuated? Right. I think um, the most obvious point is it's kind of like Black History Month. Why isn't there other history months? Well, that's because for the rest of the year, we're pretty much living in and celebrating all of that, you know, the other times of the year, right? Mm-hmm. So, go ahead. Why do you think, you know? I mean... First, I want to just say I apologize if I sniff, I sniff a little bit. We've been out in freaking cold weather, hot weather. Like, it'll be 20 degrees in the morning and Listen, 100 degrees in the afternoon. I'm just saying. I just don't want anybody to be like, he nasty. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right. Anyway. So, um, yeah, I said that. See? This is, this is black love. All right. So, one of the reasons <laughs> that we celebrate black love um because historically, we as black people have been portrayed to not care about love or not or, or to uh, have been portrayed to not even understand love at all. Mm. We've been portrayed to. Ooh, we've also been robbed of having black We've been love. robbed our of ancestors. black loves. Our mm-hmm. ancestors from uh, from the time that they were kidnapped and brought to this country. They were uh, ripped. The families were ripped apart. Um, the men were sold away. The the wives were sold away. The children were sold away. So it was given a perception that um, black people, especially um, the men, 
that they would take from different um, the books, as I would say, that they would take from different um, plantations to basically only be a, a mating mule. Um, it was basically perceived that, ah, they don't, these black guys don't love these black women. We're just going to use they them. They don't need black love. They don't need, they, there is they no such love. thing as love. Right. They, it wasn't they, an option. Yeah, it wasn't just an option. Even though they were already a family, it wasn't like, exactly. oh, I'm not going to tear this family apart because they're together. Matter of fact, it was like, I am going to see, seek out families and tear them apart. Exactly. To, in order to make a um, an a example. Statement. Uh-huh. A statement. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, historically, black love has been, um, in America, anyways, historically, black love has been uh under attack from from the very beginning of the country's very, inception very so right. i mean okay. that's that's one of the reasons that's one of the deepest reasons why we celebrate black love now because um i mean when we see families making it and when we see you know men stepping up mm-hmm. and um see women being um quote unquote submissive. I'm sure my wife will talk about that in another oh, podcast Lord. one day. Um but you know, not in the traditional submissive way. Anyway, let me get off of that. Um <laughs> please. But you you know, when we see husbands or men, black men and black women coming together, um It to, means that they are committed. Yeah. Yeah. They're breaking they're breaking all of those um myths, myths. curses. Yep. Um Negative, negative stigmas. Yes, all of that. Statistics, statistics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's and honestly, setting yourself up for generational wealth. Exactly. To to set now your, now that that moves us into the next topic. Okay. That moves us into the next topic. <laughs> I'm glad my wife said that. So that's one of those are the reasons. That's like a deeper reason why we celebrate. Wait, no, let's not talk about generational wealth yet. Okay. Can we talk about how being black affects your marriage? Okay. Well, or can affect your marriage? All right, let's do that. Okay. That's, let's say that's topic number two. Okay. All right. Topic number two is how being black affects your marriage. Mm-hmm. Because let's say marriage is written on a piece of paper, right? And this paper can be handed out to any to a group of people, mm-hmm. and this group of people is, you know, a group of white people, a group of Asian people, a mm-hmm. group of um, um, who whomever else, mm-hmm. uh, cultural wise. Mm-hmm. That piece of paper that's handed to the black person is going to be look and feel different from everybody else's piece mm-hmm. of paper. Um. Because because we are black in America. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, babe. You, you said, mm-hmm. what, what, what are you saying? Go ahead. I just wanted to see where you were going with that. Okay, so this is how I think being black affects your marriage. And I think this is also, if we dive deeper into this and take it to the next level, I think it could also help our divorce rate if we talk about these things before we decide to get married Mm -hmm. and and have kids so i think that we as the black people have to almost not really separate but almost like compartmentalize like categorize Mm -hmm. separate almost um 
being black and then being married. Hmm. Yeah, girl, okay. Girl, 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 okay. 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 So, now. like, um, let's just say you're black, right? And, mm-hmm. and you're not married. You're single, right? What are What are some of the struggles you face? You You face trials and tribulations on your job, right? You may work really hard. You may be overqualified, but you're still not getting a raise at your job, right? Okay. So that's just a single person, right? But imagine being married and needing an increase or a promotion because your family is growing and you need to buy a bigger house or a bigger car. But this job is not allowing you to move forward. Ooh, dang, girl. You, you, you hurting people now, girl. Go really? Ahead, then. Really? Ahead, I, I mean, I'm just saying, we, we um, I mean, expect sense. getting married to save us from life trials and tribulations and it doesn't because as black people we already start the race behind so you tack on marriage now you're like double behind because you're behind because of your skin color and now you throw that in in the marriage and now you're like double behind because you have more weight and pressure on the marriage and now you have to like not overperform but you have to be strategic ahead of the game and with a plan you cannot be black get married and not have a plan goal or vision that's that's not going to work for you because whereas our white counterparts get job promotions they could they could just walk in and and get jobs i remember um when we first got married we were debating going if we should buy a house or get an apartment and I was like, we should just get an apartment. You know, for me, it was like a, a big deal. Like yeah. it was a luxury to go and get your own apartment. For me, that's what that was my thinking. And I was coming from living at a home all of my life. Yeah. But I was like, getting an apartment, you know, pool, this, that, whatever. Doing it in our name, our credit, without parent, whatever. I was like, that's great. But our white counterparts who we had went to school with were given houses as wedding gifts. So mm-hmm. so we're looking at getting an apartment. Meanwhile, they're already getting an asset. Mm-hmm. You know, and so see, and and just to kind of uh, jump on some of what you said because mm-hmm. before you get too too far on it, you know, my brain <laughs> I just forgot some of the stuff. But um, old he old y'all. Nah, I ain't old. I just <laughs> you know you be thinking so far ahead. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes it's hard to go back. Anyway, um, looking at basically kind of breaking down what you just said mm-hmm. i mean that that also opens up a conversation about the thought process between black men and black women mm-hmm. as as well because when we first got married i was like you know i'm i we need to i need to work mm-hmm. hard so that we can get a house mm-hmm. you know and you wanted that house so yeah, bad because i and I you had, was right i, I should have let lived, you leave you i had right. lived in an apartment all mm-hmm. of my life i mean of course i i wanted us of course i wanted us to have a place mm-hmm. and at the time you know we were young mm-hmm. i was working at what, what was i working on um target i was working at target <laughs> when we first um, Look, don't together. tell. You know, I was I was starting. Exactly. We we talk about that at a whole nother. <laughs> yeah, time. that's a whole. But the point fight. was, the point was, of course, I I had I wanted us to have a place where we can live. So an apartment was cool, but I wasn't thinking I want to stay in this apartment forever. I wanted to get a house. Mm-hmm. And my wife coming from 
growing up in the house, in an actual house, a home, mm-hmm. all her life, like it was, it was nothing for her to have a house. She wasn't thinking about a house. It was just right. the, was the, the luxuries this. of mm-hmm. an apartment. And and I, I I've come across people who who live in like the cities and everything who are like you know I never live in a, in you know in the country. I just want to live in a high rise and I just want to do it. So that thought process wasn't abnormal to me but it was just like we gotta have a house because i ain't never lived in no dang old house i mean my grandmother had a well, house. well i had never lived in an apartment and that's that's where i say that <laughs> that kind of that goes it can go deeper that into was just so retarded because, y'all if we no, could go no, back no, I say if that. we could go back i would have probably shut my mouth a little more and i would definitely have rather <coughs> us get an apartment. Well, I wouldn't. Well, you say an apartment. I mean a house. house. I mean uh, a house. But the point that the point that I was trying to get into because I kind of the house and the apartment wasn't the point. The point is when we look at the thought process between black men and black women. I, when it comes to marriage, I have never met a black man in my entire life before who. Is under the age of twenty five, I'm gonna say twenty seven. Who talking about our humble beginnings? No, no, no. Who visualized and thought about his wedding day? Never, not one. I, I, and I got. I've had plenty of friends. Wait, I so was this really is, popular. Is this another point about being no, black no. And this is married? this is this is still on the point of mm-hmm. this is still on the second point about. Um, how being black affects your marriage. Yeah, that's what I was because, saying. It's another point. Yeah, yeah but it's uh, no, it's it's a part of it's under that point. Yeah, so I know. Yeah. Right, so having that thought process, mm-hmm. just like how my wife wanted an apartment, I wanted a house. Mm-hmm. As young as kids, my wife wanted a marriage. I wanted freaking football, you know, and basketball. I wanted, no, don't go deep into this. I'm we'll not going to go too deep. In another podcast. We will, we we'll will, talk but about how we, we will, met but this and, is, and all of that. No, no, no. It, I understand that. I'm not talking about how we met. I'm just talking about being how I wanted black. like the family aspect, and and I had already started thinking about the vision. Not just together, you, but vision. black women. I'm not right, talking about right. you. Yeah, I'm, I know. Like how women are more black so women put, putting the pieces together. Yes. Like we see the bigger piece, and yes. the man is like. He sees getting married as the end piece. Yes. It's like he he sees the marriage, the, the yeah, as the completion, as the end. Like I did everything. We dated. Yes. I got the ring. Yes. We proposed. We married. Yes. I paid for this. I'm working. And we got I'm, a roof over uh, our head. And, and when boom, black woman see that done. man, she see the ring first, and then see how she gonna get to the ring. Right. And and but well, we see the, the ring as the starting point. The ring, the ring is oh my god! That's I can the, plan the wedding. Then we get married. Then we can have all these kids. Yeah. Then we can buy a house. Then we can move. Then we can do this. Then we can do that. And the black man is like, all right. Once you get the ring, I, I didn't did my part. Well, yes, and but see, that's the thing when it comes to how I say, black men that that I know mm-hmm. of. Because I'm not going to say all, because you mm-hmm. know how people And, of course, we're talking about at the age in, like, early <clears throat> 20s. Shoot, yeah. maybe even up to early 30s. And we're um, not saying all, because we know how folks yes, like not to. All. Not we're all. generalizing. Yeah. Please. Please calm Please. down. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But we I know, have, we know but, girl, not your husband. We know. But, we but got I it. know, but <laughs> the point is, I know white guys who from, I think, one of the 
earliest encounters that I remember of having with a white guy, one of he was we quote unquote we were in a little small town in Georgia, mm-hmm. but he was um we got into an argument mm-hmm. and he called me the N word. Mm-hmm. I think we was probably about ten, eleven years old, mm-hmm. but one of the things I remember him saying was, um. I'm gonna grow up. I'm gonna grow up, and I'm gonna own my daddy peanut farm or something. And my wife is gonna be working on that peanut farm, mm-hmm. and you ain't gonna have nothing. Mm-hmm. So as early as ten, mm-hmm. even earlier, he's already thinking about being married. Not even thinking about being married, but carrying out his family's legacy. And being taught. Mm-hmm. He's anticipating so the future. That's a whole nother conversation. That's yes, a whole nother deeper. Come, we got, yeah, but the yeah, point, the deep. point of why. The point of how, how being, black. being black is affects marriage mm-hmm. is that thought process. I got like two more points to tack on yeah, today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ready for it? We got, you know, we got to. Can I get there? As black folks, we got to think Can that. I get there? Go ahead. I got go two ahead. more points. All right. Because right, right. I'll get something long with it. Okay. Go ahead. No, you're not long with it. You're not long with it. I think those points were awesome. I, I'm glad that you are giving, you know, your perspective as a black man from such a young age. And hearing you talk about it now, like us being in a place where, you know, we've started to heal together and you can open up more and we can see that, you know, you talking about your emotions isn't being gay or mm-hmm. being, you know, it's not a part of manhood. Yeah, yeah. yeah that definitely is. Mm-hmm. Right. But okay, so... Another way I think um, being black affects your marriage, right? As black people, we have a lot of trauma. Mm -hmm. Some of it being generational trauma. And some of it is just carrying the trauma that our parents and our grandparents experienced that have been passed down to us. Mm -hmm. Like beating your kid for not eating their food. Like what? If If the kid ain't hungry, right? And I get not wasting food, but you don't have to beat that child. You can say, hey, if you don't finish this now, you can have it for dinner. You know what I mean? Like it's other ways and other options around it. But anyway, so I think that our trauma affects us being married. And what I mean by that is, let's say um, your husband goes to work, he is pulled over, he is wrongfully frisked, searched, like all of his rights have been violated, he's feeling open, he's feeling some type of way, you aren't there. But what he's going to tell you is, hey, you know, the cops pulled me over, whatever, whatever, ain't no big deal. But on the inside... He, he is dealing with those emotions. Now, to you, you're probably wondering why he got an attitude. Why is he being short with me? Why is he, as, as, as your wife, you're probably taking it personal. You know that something is wrong or something is different. And you're asking, but you're not getting an answer. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And he doesn't know how to answer that with you. I just think that if we do not do the work to heal... these different types of traumas then um we won't be able to have success Uh, in our marriage like um we could talk about we could talk about poverty a lot of us grew up in Mm -hmm. poverty and and we learn terrible um survival skills that 
forces us to make repetitive bad decisions. Mm-hmm. So imagine another, imagine living in poverty, right there, getting some good getting some good money and then all of a sudden you short and you want to go take out a payday loan. That mm-hmm. that that $2,000 payday loan could quickly turn into 10,000 before your eyes. Now you can't even move forward, you stuck. You know yep. what I mean? So like those type of things that kind of like, you know, set us up and we aren't prepared for it because we don't yep. have a plan. We're not being strategic and we're not thinking in the long run. Yep. But all right, so let's go on to our next thing. You want to talk about how to be committed to the to the black love? Um, yeah, being committed to black love is is harder, not because of stuff like infidelity or not because of stuff that has to do with like another woman or another man in your marriage. It's harder. Yeah, it's harder because of the past, as my wife just said, some of the past trauma, some of the, the stigmas and the things that you're taught that we are taught some of the things that we bring into the damn marriage yes, you we know bring so much into the marriage. i mean like it's harder to stay committed to a marriage a black marriage and a black vision when you get in exactly when when you are literally fighting for five years to get your credit straight because mm-hmm. when you was in your twenties you balled out and you went crazy. <laughs> or your mama balled out. Or your mama or your mama put a put a, a light bill in your name <laughs> and you trying to figure out why you can't get approved for an apartment. Yes, you, you, you know. go to get your apartment or your house and you can't get the lights turned mm-hmm. on because and not, I ain't, and we ain't speaking from experience. We, you know, this is no 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 experience. This is a friend of a friend that we're talking about. But like these are the things that we talk about when we say how hard it, harder it is to stay committed because I mean you know I think you have to literally be committed to the vision because you have to have people, a vision first yes well, that's another that's thing a, that's that's another thing okay, to be well, committed once you get your vision create the vision yeah and make it your y'all's vision together mm-hmm. and and um let's all of the people who I know who have been married 40, 50, 60, 70 years, they all pretty much say they've been committed to the vision, mm-hmm. right? And so um, even T.D. Jakes was like, him and his wife yep. vision was sitting on the porch with their dentures in a glass and drinking sweet, um, sweet tea. Yep. And, and they feel like they have made it and accomplished that. And they, they've been married for 38 years, I think. Um. So I think once you get the vision together, it will help you in those trying times. For example, when you're arguing, when your kids is fucking up, when everything else around you is crumbling, the vision can help you put those pieces together. Mm -hmm. It can give you that extra motivation you need. Like, is this argument really worth me risking, you know, our future like is is it that serious is it heavy because we hear pick your battles all the time but we don't know what that means how do i know if this is a battle worth me fighting and if it's a battle worth me not fighting i mean marriage is not a sprint it's a marathon and if you go in fighting every two seconds every one every battle that comes you will be exhausted and out of energy by your first year exactly Exactly. what's our vision our vision is to create a legacy 
where our children um, will be able to hold on to. Um, and we'll we'll talk about what the legacy is in another podcast, or you can talk about what the legacy no, is. No, we're gonna say it real quick. Okay, I'm gonna say it real All quick. All right, go ahead. Our our vision is being on at least twenty acres of land. Yep. Sitting on our wraparound porch to one of the houses that is on our land and watching our kids and grandkids drive up and come and, uh, you know, want to want to play like get on the the horses or Mm -hmm. swing from a tree get in the tree house know how to pick plants know how to take care of animals Mm -hmm. them having basic life skills and trades that can carry them you know and for Mm -hmm. our name to hold some weight when you hear about the cobras you're gonna be like oh those are people Mm -hmm. yeah so that's pretty much you know what we have for you today all right Go ahead, boo. Thank you for joining me. <laughs> no, no problem, boo. You know I'm always here for you, baby. And I know that, you know, we introduced um, some few other topics in here. So if you have some questions that you want to ask about what we said in this episode, go ahead and shoot me an email at Living and just put Wife Game Strong questions mm-hmm. in the um, subject. And um, we're going to pick up. From one of those points that we left off at in our next uh, podcast. Again, thanks for tuning in. And I hope to hear from you. Follow us on social media. And be sure to um, be sure to hit me up and keep in contact. I hope you enjoy everything. Bye-bye.